The reading is from uh, John's Gospel, chapter 1, verses 1 to 14, and can be found on page 1063 in the Pew Bibles. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for these sublime words. And we pray that your Holy Spirit will speak to us afresh from them, reveal new truths to us because of them, and make us more fully into the people that you want us to be. So moved by your spirit, we pray, as we continue this service. And thank you for your presence with us. Emmanuel. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm not often up here at this time. Uh, Lovely that I can be. John chapter 1. The prologue, it is often called. Such sublime, wonderful verses, and yet, in some ways, such shocking verses. And as I was looking up some of the commentaries, William Barclay, who uh, is a New Testament scholar and theologian, says this. The first chapter of the fourth gospel is one of the greatest adventures of religious thought ever achieved 
by the mind of man. That really is quite something. And these 14 verses basically, almost completely, say all that we need to understand the truth of our God. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Who is that Word? Jesus. The Logos. The wisdom of God. In the beginning was God. There was nothing before God. He was never made. In the beginning was God. But the word was there as well. When God spoke, it was his word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. The same. In the beginning with God. So God and Jesus, we already begin to see the Trinity. The word was with God in the beginning. And God spoke. He spoke his word. Let there be light. There was nothing until God said that. And there was light. And because all things were made through the word, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, word was God, all things were made through him. Without him, nothing was made. And so, as God spoke, his word brought life into being. And I I love the song, which we might be singing, of flinging stars into space. And I can imagine God thinking, yes, stars, and Jesus flinging those stars into space. Let there be light. And then there were the animals. Well, there weren't yet then the animals. Firstly, there were the plants and the birds and then the animals. Without him, Jesus, the word, nothing was made that has been made. It's all made through him. The touch of Jesus on everything that was created. Now, Years ago, when I was doing botany and and zoology, um, of course, evolution came up. And even way back then, uh, it was said, you know, you don't believe in creation these days. It's all evolution. Um, And I can remember even then, when I was about 13 or 14, thinking, I do believe in evolution. It makes sense. I can understand it. But I believe there's a God who is in that evolution, who is controlling that evolution. And I heard a very interesting thing on the radio yesterday, and I I can't understand it, but apparently elephants, some elephants, are being born without tusks. And the commentator said, we don't know how it's happened, but he said elephants are very clever. Um, And he said, maybe they've realised that because tusks cause their death, they will now produce their young without tusks. Well, I don't think an elephant can decide, my baby is going to have no tusks. 
But it just, just occurred to me, could that be God intervening in this evolutionary process to save these glorious animals that were created? All things were made by him, the word. Without him was not anything made that was made. And there's a lovely story of a little girl uh, who lived in London. And she was taken to the country. And it was bluebell time. And she saw these pretty blue flowers. And she said to the adult who was with her, Do you think God would mind if I picked some of his flowers? I thought that's a good mantra for us. Do you think God would mind? So all things were made through him. Without him, nothing was made that was made. And in him was life. In Jesus Christ is life. Not this life. Fullness of life. Abundant life. Everlasting life. Because he was there at the beginning. And he'll be there at the end. The life that has no end. But it isn't just time after time after time. It's quality. It sparkles. It bubbles. It's life. As it's meant to be. In him was life. And that life was and is the light of people. As we receive the life of Jesus, we are given light. We begin to see things differently. Before we were in darkness, but now the light's been switched on. Our thinking changes, and therefore our priorities change, and our motives change, and little by little, our living changes. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, people. And that light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has never understood it, or the darkness has never put it out. And something I read only this Advent uh, somehow came new to me. In a way, darkness doesn't exist. Where you have darkness, the moment you put some light there, the darkness goes. It's not there. Where is it gone? It's gone. Darkness cannot exist where there's light. It's not the other way around. I think that's pretty powerful. And the light of God coming into us dispels the darkness. Things that we hadn't realized weren't right are shown up and go. The light shines in the darkness. No wonder the darkness doesn't understand it because the moment light comes on, it has to disappear. And the darkness has not understood it. There was a man who was sent from God, whose name was John. Now we know that this man was Jesus' cousin. 
extraordinary the way God planned for that old lady Elizabeth to have a son who would be the herald, the forerunner, the preparer for Jesus. And so this man sent from God that he might be a witness to the light. The whole purpose of John was to bear witness to Jesus. Poor John. He landed up in prison. He landed up with his head cut off. But he's still that witness. His life still goes on. He was there to be a witness to the light. He was not the light, but was sent to bear witness to the light, the true light that enlightens everyone was coming into the world and John was preparing people. He's coming. We're not worthy for him. Be prepared. Repent. The one God promised is coming. The true light that enlightens everyone was coming into the world. Now all this is sublime. It's wonderful. It touches us 2,000 years later. It's touched people throughout the world and will continue to do that. But now comes the shocking bit. He came into the world. And although the world was made by him, the world didn't know him. Now I was thinking it was a bit like a wonderful painter, an artist, and there's a room full of all the wonderful things that he's painted and created. And he's there, watching the people, looking at it, saying, isn't this amazing? Isn't it wonderful? How did he do that? But they're taking no notice of him. Whatsoever. Huh. Almost as if he's invisible. Means nothing. He came into the world, and though the world was made by him, the world didn't know him. But it was more shocking. He came to his own people, his own family. And they didn't know him. But, and this must be one of the biggest and best buts in the Bible. But as many as received him, who believed on his name, he gave them the power to become children of God. And I think it's interesting that it's as many as received him and believed. Because I would have thought it would be the other way around. As many as believed and therefore received. But there are other other references to receive and believe, and receive comes first. We, it's possible to receive something we don't understand. But it's in the receiving that we begin to believe. I can remember many years ago helping with a, a church mission, and there was a lady who was really, really interested in wanting to know Jesus. But she said, I've got all these questions. And how can I believe when I'm not sure about this, I'm not sure about that, I'm not sure about the other. And I said to her after a while, the picture I've got in my mind 
is that there is this lovely house, this lovely family, and you want to come into it. But you're a bit worried. Well, where, where's the kitchen? Will there be enough seats? Supposing I could slip. It's as if I said to her, you're looking in through the windows, trying to work it out. I said, come in. Then you'll know. Then it'll make sense. Then you'll see. Receive Jesus. Even if you're still, I don't understand this. How can that be possible? What does this mean? Receive Jesus. Receive the light. Receive the word. Because then we begin to believe. Ah, now I understand. Ah, that does begin to make sense. As many as received him, who believed on his name, he gave them the power to become children of God. Now, we're all children of someone, or some too. But to become a child of God, that is quite something. Because to be a child of God, we've been born not of the will of man, not of the will of the flesh. We've been born of God. We've been born by his spirit. The life of Jesus coming into us that changes us. Now, there's many, many good and lovely people out there. Some who put me to shame in the way they live and what they do. But if I was to ask them, what does Jesus mean to you? Hmm. No, they're not on that wavelength. There's still a spiritual darkness there. Because it's only as the light of God comes into us that we're born of God that there is a spiritual light to see and understand things beyond this life but that apply so much to this life. People who are born not of the will of man, not of the will of flesh, but of God. And then, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. First he was a little baby, then a child, then a man, we don't know much about that area, and then a grown man, not for long, probably about 33 years, but 33 years that have changed the world. The Word, there at the beginning, creating that Word, became flesh and dwelt among us. And by His Spirit still does, the Emmanuel is still there. And we, if our eyes have been opened, beheld his glory. Full of grace and truth. Because as the light and life of Jesus enters us, we begin to know grace. God's amazing love, which we don't deserve. We begin to know truth. Jesus, the one who is full of grace and truth. 
who by his spirit can help us to be people of grace and truth. And I was thinking if, as I thought about this new year, I thought what I'd like to be and what I'd like to throw out to you is that we might become beholders. Beholders of this glory of God, this Jesus, this word. They beheld his glory, full of grace and truth, that we might be beholders of more grace and more truth through this coming year. So there you have it. The prologue of John. Sublime, amazing, searching, wonderful, all-encompassing words that have touched the world and always will. Let's just sit quietly for a moment and I'll just say those words again and if something jumps out at you, especially a word or a phrase, let it speak into your heart. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life. The life was the light of people. And the light shines in the darkness. The darkness has never understood it. There was a man sent by God whose name was John. He came to bear witness to the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light. He was sent to bear witness to the light. The light came into the world. And the world didn't know him. He came to his own people. And they didn't know him. But to those who received him, who believed in his name, he gave them the power to become children of God, who were born not of the will of man, nor the will of the flesh, but of God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, full of grace and truth.